Welcome back for the second bonus episode on the True Girl Momcast. Today, Dana and I are talking about the emotional roller coaster that is motherhood. Don't forget, you can use code FREEDOM at the link in our show notes to get 10% off the Lies Girls Believe On Demand study. Without further ado, here's bonus episode number two of Lies Moms Believe and the Truth That Sets Them Free. Hi, I'm Dana Grush, and welcome back to Lies Moms Believe. I'm the author of Lies Girls Believe in the Truth That Sets Them Free and the founder of True Girl. And I'm Janet Milan, and I'm one of the lead teachers here at True Girl, and I'm the author of Arrows Make Terrible Crowns, How the Holy Spirit Healed My View of Motherhood. And we are having fun. We are having me. fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're glad you're back. <laughs> yeah. So there are a lot of lies moms believe um, that are just kind of funny. Yeah. Like, I think about lies I believed when I was a teenager, or even younger, yeah that have, you know, lingered for a little bit. Such for as. instance, I remember I believed that when I turned 18, I would never get another pimple oh. ever again. <laughs> yeah, I believe that too. Yeah, lies. Well, yeah, pimples and wrinkles do coexist. Do they? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> um, another lie I believed was that I would never feather my hair again, but look at me now. Yeah. I'm all out Charlie's Angels in it today. <laughs> Farrah Fawcett would be proud. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I got your back, Farrah. <laughs> Another lie I believed when I was a teenager was that when I heard about the internet for the first time, I was a senior in high school, and I literally said, no one will ever buy anything without touching it first. That's not going to work. <laughs> so I was wrong about those yeah. things. But there are like more universal lies that moms yeah. believe that are kind of funny. So for instance, um, how about I will make dinner and everyone will love it. <laughs> That's a lie. Moms believe. That is a lie. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. fallen for that one. Yeah. I One that I fell for, especially when my kids were little, is I'm going to successfully cross everything off my to-do list today. <laughs> That's laughable, even now. Even like, yeah, yeah, it still doesn't happen. <laughs> One lie I'm currently working my way through is the lie that my teenage son will not just leave his dirty socks wherever they happen to land when he takes them off in the house. It's like it's How's like that going this, for you? They're everywhere, literally everywhere. <laughs> Sometimes I find them and I'm like, why? Why is this sock here? And why is one in this room and one in the other room? And why did he stuff it? Deeply in down the, the sofa. Yes. So that's the thing. <laughs> because he knew. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. And you know what? They don't smell good. They just don't. So anyway, I think that'll stop someday. Maybe not. Does it? Yeah. That's a lie you're believing. <laughs> that's a lie I'm believing. Okay. Well, I think it's time to dive into some actual lies yeah. that will bring freedom for moms. Yeah. So uh, let's dive into that first lie that moms yeah. believe today. Let's do it. All right. So everybody knows that mom emotions can feel like a yo-yo, right? I mean, we can feel euphoric and horrible all in one day. I remember back when my daughter was a tween, I felt like I deserved Christian mom of the year and I was the worst mom ever all in one day. I had this particularly meaningful spiritual conversation with my daughter as I drove her to school and I was mentally patting myself on the back as I drove my minivan away from the carpool line and I believed I was totally on top of my daughter's growing belief system. But that same day she came home and told me she'd been bullied by girls who were supposed to be her friends, whose moms were my friends. And I was assaulted with paralysis about where to even begin and how to sort it all out. And it wasn't that I was afraid to talk to those moms, but I didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to do further damage to my daughter's hurting heart. 
and I felt completely out of control and fearful of what lies she'd pick up from this very common trauma. I ended the day feeling like the worst mom ever. Ever have a yo-yo mom day like that? You know, both types of emotions reveal the same lie. It's just two variations. The first version of this lie tells us that we have supreme control, and the second tells us we have no control. Here's the first lie moms sometimes believe. I can't, or I can, control what my children believe. Satan uses these two polar opposites to place us in bondage as moms. One causes pride as we think we have everything under control, and that causes us to miss important cues when our daughters are in trouble. The other causes complacency because we are fearful that our intervention wouldn't help or might make it worse. So what's the truth? How can we be set free? The truth is that God does want you to do everything you can to plant seeds of truth into your children. You are charged with the task of being faithful to present truth. In Deuteronomy 6, we're instructed to teach our children as we sit, walk, stand, and get up. And God modeled this. He took the time to make sure Adam and Eve knew the truth about the tree in the middle of the garden, knowing Satan would lie to them. He even told them of the dire consequences of failing to obey his rules. He said in Genesis 2, 16 and 17, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you're sure to die. God planted truth in his precious son and daughter. And so too, we must be fearless to talk to our girls about the dangers of social media, porn, substance abuse, and even dangerous gender ideologies before temptation ever faces them. Just as God spoke to Adam and Eve about the temptation they would face in the Garden of Eden and what would happen if they didn't respect God's rules, we should also speak to our girls about truth and the consequences of ignoring it, even about the things we don't really want to talk to them about. But here's another important thing you need to know. Controlling her behavior is not the same as planting seeds of truth. While you're responsible to plant seeds of truth, it's also true that you're not in control of your daughter's belief system. One day, she's gonna stand before God and give an account for her own beliefs. If the story of Adam and Eve demonstrates anything, it is this, God does not seek to restrain us. I mean, he could have built a wall to keep Adam and Eve from the tree, right? He could have placed a canyon or moat around it. He could have caused the tree not to blossom and bear fruit. There were a lot of ways he could have controlled the outcome. He is God. But he gave his children the freedom to choose between right and wrong. Why? Because he wanted it to be real. He wanted their behavior to be an authentic reflection of their heart, of the roots of their belief system. And the Bible communicates this truth pretty clearly. It says in Proverbs 23, 7, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So what's going on down here in the roots of who we are? That's really who we are, not our behavior. The most important thing about our belief system is not our behavior, it's the roots. The Bible uses the word heart to refer to the roots of our belief system. If you want to really influence thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, you can't focus your primary efforts on restraining your daughter. You must impact her heart, her belief system. When Eve ate the fruit, she proved that she believed deep down in her heart a lie about God. 
And when a girl sneaks behind her parents' back and gets on social media, she proves what she really believes. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't control and direct your daughter's behavior. It is your responsibility to set healthy boundaries for her. Your daughter is most likely not ready to make most of her decisions alone, such as when she'll date, what social media she'll have access to, what to watch on Netflix, or even what kind of schooling is best for her. She needs your help with those things. But you can't just control and direct her. That's a recipe for trouble down the road. She needs to understand why you've established boundaries for her. And that happens as you have meaningful, ongoing conversations about things like social media, frenemies, bullying, good versus bad pictures on the internet, and how great it is to be a girl. There's a big difference between simply controlling her behavior or setting boundaries while you thoroughly nurture her heart in truth. So here's how that applies to you as a mom. I think overcoming the yo-yo emotions of lie number one, I can't or I can control my daughter's belief system, that it's about finding that middle space where you realize and admit you can't control her beliefs, but you do everything you can to nurture them. A critical ingredient to nurture your daughter with truth is grace. In this model, you treat your daughter like God treated Eve. You plant truth, but you also expect the battle will be thick. You know your daughter will sin and you prepare to respond with the same grace we have received from Christ. You talk openly about sin and temptation and encourage your daughter to be involved in the decision making. You ask her opinion. Nurturing a child in truth is so time consuming and sometimes frustrating, but the long-term outcome is a young woman who has the roots of truth established so she can make godly decisions even when you're not there. So the decision you have to make is, will you be a mother who merely restrains your child's external behavior so it appears to conform to truth and you do have moments where you look like mom of the year? Or will you nurture her in truth so that her external behavior is an outgrowth of what is planted deep inside of her heart? Man, Dana, that hits deep for me. It makes me think of Psalm 127. I'm going to get my glasses on because I will not believe the lie that I can read this without my glasses. Um, but Psalm 127, 4 through 5, it might be familiar to a lot of moms who are Christians. But the snippet we hear a lot out of this scripture is like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children of one's youth. And years ago in my motherhood journey, I had this kind of revelation moment where I realized that I wasn't really like launching my kids out into the world as mm. arrows, as these truth-filled arrows to pierce into lies, but I was kind of more or less just like breaking them and shaping them mm. into some kind of a crown for myself. Wow. Like their, their good behavior, their obedience, the way they appeared was some source of identity yeah. for myself. And that was like when I had that revelation, um, it really changed everything for me. So when you talk about that, the point is we want to get to their heart. I see the importance of that. We don't want our kids' behavior to become our source of identity. Right. But like, don't get me wrong. I am majorly blessed when my kids act right. You yeah. know, it, it's yeah. great and it feels exactly. great and I'm proud and feel like, oh, I did something right there. <laughs> but it just can't be my sole motive for how right. I raise them. Yeah. Right. And that, of course, that versus where you get the title of your book, Arrows Make Terrible Crowns, which is a great book. I love Thanks. it. And it really speaks to this issue of 
nurturing their hearts so mm -hmm. that they will be um, hitting the very bullseye of God's design for their life. Yeah. Mm. Love it. As Dana spoke today about topics like porn and dating and social media, you may have been thinking, is my daughter too young to be talking about those kinds of things? That's a great question. And tomorrow's video is going to help you grapple with that question and land on a really solid answer. Hey there, tune in tomorrow for bonus episode number three of Lies Moms Believe. We'll be talking about fielding the hard questions your kids might ask about hard topics. After you're done here, go ahead and take a walk around our show notes to learn more about lies girls believe and the truth that sets them free. See you tomorrow.